Ladies and gentlemen, hailing from Long Island, New York, the best wrestling podcast in the world, Joseph Crush, Nikki Noodles, Bad News Canali, and Nick Jersey, the Wrestling Journal Podcast. This is episode 128 of the Wrestling Journal Podcast, brought to you by the WrestleBuzz Podcast Network. What's going on, everybody? It's Joseph Crush. I'm here with the boys, my main homies, the professional and j3 what's up bud yeah good morning gentlemen let's talk some wrestling it's back it's been a while you haven't said it in a long time yeah hey i mean i mean listen when you're when you're renamed max dupree by a a blind old bat i mean (laughs) it's you know and i have to kind of re-undo all that crap that you did yeah even though hey baby steps though we're getting there right i mean yeah actually i'd say it's bigger than baby steps it's probably like adult steps the way we're the way triple h is running shit but uh running. we're getting there uh and you heard on bad news tom canal you got your guy back too on on the main roster too we have i mean we brought glorious, it week, but, uh, glorious glorious week but yes. glorious very fun um all right if you want to follow us on social media at russell buzz with three z's on twitter at russell buzz on instagram facebook youtube and tiktok i also forgot to mention the guy that's never here nikki noodles is not here to this week uh he works, so no, no, no. Uh, uh, we all work. Yeah, no, we all do, and you. I mean, we all make. I mean, whatever. I'm not going to sit here. I'm only kidding. I, I'm only just. Yeah. I have to bash it for any reason. No. Guys, a jabroni. <laughs> uh, download us anywhere you can. Download podcasts. Um, we do have the revolving three podcasts on the, on the network now. Um, I'm sure you're fully aware if if you if you've been a follower. If not, if you're new to the program, uh, we have the Wrestling Journal. Around on the weekends, uh, Gurge Brooms with from the Top Row Podcast uh, Monday and Tuesday, and then uh, Joe and the Boys uh, Project Kayfabe on Wednesday or Thursday. Uh, there is going to be a um, uh, a new format for Project Kayfabe. Normally, I, so like the way we started this thing, uh, full disclosures, we all, all kind of jumped into. We all kind of had like a similar uh, a concept of covering current day product and. Uh, I just wanted to get the, the network started and kind of just go with that with different opinions. And I think Joe had the idea of maybe changing his format on Project Kayfabe, where now instead of, I mean, they'll cover if if something major happens, like uh, Vince retires or like Bray coming, like this whole Bray thing, he'll he'll acknowledge it on on the podcast. But I think to start his new format. Uh, they're actually going to cover uh, Hulk Hogan and TNA, like the run in TNA. So he's going to watch episodes of the of that run and kind of go over that, break it down, um, and uh, a deep take a deep dive into it. Which I mean, no, as far as we know, no one's really done before. Um, so he came to me with that idea. I loved it. I think it's a different uh, style of podcast that we can get out on the network, and uh, you know, w- still not have you guys listen to three episodes of current product throughout the week so um also i believe he said he mentioned that uh when he's not going to be talking about hulk hogan and tna he's going to be talking about like rivals rivalries with within wrestling and then i think we might we some of us may even make appearances on the podcast as well so we're gonna try to do some collaborations it's gonna be crossovers good time. yeah some crossovers man i mean it gives the option to do that right so 
Um, I'm pretty excited for that. So keep an eye out for Project Kayfib. I want to say, if I heard correctly, he may be starting uh, up next week with that. So uh, I believe he's been dropping on Wednesdays and Thursdays. So uh, keep an eye out for uh, Joe, Project Kayfib, and the the breakdown of Hulk Hogan and TNA, which should be a fun time. So uh, shout out to Joe for doing that and uh, keeping us, you know, relevant here. Um, NJ3. Uh you know what? Wasn't that cra- I mean, it was a good week. It wasn't like a crazy week, right? Just a lot of cool stuff has happened. Uh, I didn't need as many beverages as I usually do to to keep up with the wrestling. But uh, what's a good energy drink to for for the people out there that need it? Well, listen. Whether it's a busy week, whether it's a cool week, whether it's fall, summer, wherever the season is for you, it's the drink that is all year round. It's that energy think drink, that mind body soul drink, and we call it Nerd Focus. Um, we love Nerd Focus over here at the podcast, and um, we drink it often, and we love it, and we want you to love it with us and drink with us. So all we do is ask you to go to our social media, go to our link tree and our social media bio, use that link. Um, you go right to the website, and you shop Nerd Focus. You got you want a little sugar, a little, little something on the lips? Mm. Get the regular. You want to watch, you know, want to watch what's actually on the hips? Get sugar free. You want to get one of both, right? A little cheat day, a little regular day, whatever <laughs> you're looking for. They have your options. Um, use the code ND20 at checkout. Always get 20% off your entire order. Order two or more, and you get free shipping. That code will never expire. I know they run promotions all year long. There's only like one or two sometimes where it's like 25% off, or I think one time they did buy one, get one half off. Yeah. But that's fine. When that is available, we will tell you. But when it's not available, always use the code ND20 at checkout, baby. Drink nerd with us. Hell yeah. Drink nerd, mm-hmm. baby. Um, ProWrestlingTees.com slash WrestleBuzz. Buy the shirt, wear the shirt, support the brand. I'm working on something new here. A little behind-the-scenes action. Maybe a new logo coming soon. So we'll, we'll throw out there as a hint, and uh, maybe we'll see it sometime in the near future. With that will come a, a Wrestling Journal t-shirt. I guarantee it. All right? That's coming from me, the source. Um, so uh, check out ProWrestlingTees.com slash WrestleBuzz and support the good brothers here at WrestleBuzz. Paper champion, fantasy wrestling done right, thepaperchampion.com. Tommy, I'm still five points ahead as of today. The updates haven't come in yet because SmackDown was last night, so we don't want to, you know, rush Goya or Eric James. I'm sorry. <laughs> KV, brother. Uh, we don't want to rush him with the uh, the updates there. Um, but it's a tight one, dude. It's a, it I think it's going to go down to the wire here. I don't think Absolutely. anything. Yeah. Um, we got Gurge Brooms right on our backs. Yep. 60, 65 points, 70 points behind us. Uh, Eric James is right there, too. NJ3 making a climb. Yes, he is. I think he may have just made a heel turn uh, right before we started the show here. So yes, I uh, did. I did it in the green room in the producer room. Do you want? Do you want to let the people know what you did here? What? No, no, you don't want to let people know. All right, I actually so. did two heel turns this week. So let's see if that oh. pays off. Okay, and I'm a heel turn. a couple. I'm not like Tommy. I don't just use them like they're free. <laughs> Like Tic Tacs. Uh, exactly. If, you, if, if you're not aware, heel turn basically is like an ad drop in fantasy sports. So you turn heel on someone in your faction, pick up somebody else. It's 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 all going to be fun. Very wrestling related. Very fun. Uh, it, keeps, it keeps you uh, warranted in the shows that go on throughout the weeks. Um, and you, you enter a pay-per-view scorecard. It gets you more points. It's it's a lot of fun, man. ThePaperChampion.com. Fantasy wrestling done right. Uh, be on the lookout for post-WrestleMania signups. It's a great damn time. And it's coming from us that uh, personally do it. We've been doing it for years now. So um, shout out to Eric James for running that there. Okay. Um, 
we uh we're not going to talk about extreme rules if you if you missed it uh we went live on youtube us three actually uh post extreme rules gave us a gave a review and it's on the i put the audio on the on the podcast feed as well um so check that out if you want to hear us talk about extreme rules in a full breakdown um i mean bray is back right so (laughs) it's still you know i'm still buzzing over that um but uh we'll get into bray uh showing up on smackdown a little bit but first tommy uh the season premiere of Raw happened on Monday, mm-hmm. and it was absolute flame, fuego, yeah. as the kids say these days. It slapped. It slapped. No it's cap, slapped. son. Exactly. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to be youthful here. I, I don't know what I'm saying, man. Uh, but we had a lot of things happen on Monday. Uh, we're not going to go through it all. Joe from Project AFib on his last episode on current product kind of broke it down for us there. So if you want to check that out uh, on the podcast feed, but we got to give our reactions to what happened. Um, I'd say one of the bigger things uh, was that uh, Gallows and Anderson returned. Yeah, you're there. And um, if you follow uh, WrestleBuzz on Instagram at WrestleBuzz, um, we uh, re- we didn't report it, but we you know shared a, pr- a report from uh, the Dirties that uh, they were heading back to WWE that day. And then they ended up showing up that night. Mm-hmm. Um, we're getting, it looks like we're getting judgment day versus the club. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tommy, I mean, it's pretty fucking cool. Oh yeah. I mean, when, when AJ came out and he, like, you know, he's pledged allegiance to judgment day. And then all of a sudden he starts hugging them. Then the way they had it, they had the camera angle. All of a sudden you see his face change. He goes, I wasn't talking about you. And then their music kid and he saw Finn's face it's done so perfectly. It was yeah. so good. So good to have them back. So, you know, what happened a couple of years ago with them, you know, and they were in the WrestleMania, you know, the Boneyard match, and then they were they were cut for, you know, obvious reasons because the crazy old man was running things or whatever. But now Triple H made that better, and now they're back. So I uh, can't wait to see. And possibly see them at uh, War Games, possibly Survivor Series, the two teams. So that'd be pretty cool. Maybe that's what they're setting this up for. And, they, you know, going down the line. But, man, what an awesome to see them again. So good. Oh, always like the good brothers and happy that yeah. they're Listen, I, I've been, I've, I'll eat my words here, but like I've been one to call like Carl Anderson the most overrated wrestler in, uh, in professional wrestling. You know, I, th- I mean, I, th- I think he is kind of severely overrated, but like in a sense where I'm, it, it's cool to see him back, but maybe used properly this time. Yeah. I'm, I'm wearing the hoodie right now in, in respect to the OC, but, uh, um, I, it's cool to see them back. I'm excited. We're going to get seemingly the club versus Judgment Day, whether it's in war games, whether it's just in a, a traditional Survivor Series match. I'm not sure how they're going to run that. Um, but it looks like we'll have to check out Raw next week. Um, Finn's been like an like on top of being just killing it right now, he's been a meme too, man. A con- oh, every yeah. week something comes yeah. out, whether he's wearing a purple bandana yeah. or he's making that like, shocked face. Yeah. Um, it, he's been absolutely killing it, man. So uh, uh, good to see him involved back because I think the last run they had, AJ was with them, but they never really like they never really did much with Finn or anything at all. So, yeah, like uh, they would like pass them all like you know in yeah, the hallway. Yeah. Yeah, hallway, but now now that they're actually doing something very cool. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. I'm excited. Um and we'll see where it goes. Who knows the deal, how long they're around for, but uh they're back in WWE and and Carl Anderson's still uh uh the never open weight champion in New Japan, and apparently he's still gonna wrestle in New Japan. So what does this mean? Um yeah. Triple H giving a little freedom. Is there another forbidden door happening? We don't know. Possibly. Stick around and find out, I guess, right? Exactly. Um, Anything's possible now. Anything is possible now. Uh, NJ3, another return on Raw. Cowboy Brock. 
is back. Yeah, I haven't seen him since uh, since August, right? Um, mm-hmm. Since SummerSlam, and uh, he confronted Bobby Lashley, <laughs> and uh, leading into a, a United States Championship match where Seth Rollins became the new United States Champion. And I want your double thought here: Brock versus Bobby, no title, goat shit, mm-hmm. and Seth becoming the new U.S. Champion. Goat shit, in my opinion. Uh, what are your thoughts, man? I mean, listen, it's always a welcome sight to see uh, Brock Lesnar. Um, what we've done with this cowboy Brock over the last, we'll say roughly about a year, um, has been really good. And to, to be honest, it's um, it's it was shocking to me because I thought that Brock would continue his face run. Yeah. Right. Now, that's clearly not the case. Um, what he did was he confronted Bobby. And he beat Bobby up, which you can argue to say was the reason that Bobby lost the title. Mm-hmm. Now, at least one thing is good is that Brock hit him, hit him hard. And at least what was at least like he didn't come off looking weak in the match is what yeah. I'm trying to get to, um, which I thought that was very important. Um, so the fact that he lost the title, but he didn't look really weak coming out of it, giving Seth the title is kind of cool because Bobby's kind of run through some people, right? Bobby, I feel like he's right there on the cusp of like being a challenger Roman Reigns again. So yeah. what a way to drop the title of Bobby, not make him look weak. Give us a match that we kind of always wanted because the first time around, it wasn't that great. No. Right. Yeah. It was for, it was, what was it? It was, was it a combat? Was it to combine the titles? I forget the stipulation for that match between the two of them. I think some was a champion at that time or it was forgettable I, I for sure. It wasn't. Yeah, yeah, I can't, I, just, yeah. I can't really remember, but now we're actually going to be able to get the match with no titles, which you don't need a title for these two. You just want a good match. And I think you're actually going to get that. And I think for Seth Rollins being a heel champion, it's great. It's going to give a lot of good opportunity because it looks like his first challenger is going to be Riddle on Monday Night Raw for the United States Championship. Is that so? That's what I heard. That's what I heard. If so, it's like, hey, listen, I hope Seth does win. And I hope they kind of stop now. I think I've got enough of the two of them. I'm good. Like that fight pit was the perfect culmination for me. I get that, you know, Matt went over. So it's kind of like, you know, the fact, though, I guess you can kind of say arguably the number one contender, have the match, have a good match, and have them go their separate ways. Let Seth go on to his feud and let Matt go to his next thing. But I'm okay with both. I don't mind the booking, but it's going to be interesting because the crowd got behind Brock, but Brock played off as a heel. So it's like, <laughs> oh, what do we do? And yeah. It's, like, yeah. Hmm. yeah. It's, it's a perfect setup for uh, something that happened at Crown Jewel, too. I think that's like... Yeah. That's a college jewel match. Um, I did look it up just to to refresh our memories. It says this is what it was Bobby versus uh Lesnar at Rumble. This is when Heyman turned on That's right, yeah. On uh yeah. Lesnar. He gave Roman the belt to hit him or something like that. Or something yes, like that. yes, that's yeah. right. So uh I mean something happened out of that. It just wasn't right. like the feud itself wasn't memorable. The match uh with Bobby and Brock. With Seth winning the US title, though, I mean, like we're kind of you remember when Triple H first started? When he first started Creative, uh, he kind of they showed those like video packages of like the U.S. title, and IC title. Walter's been killing it as IC champion. Like Bobby's been doing good, but it hasn't been made to that point yet where I, I felt like this is like a, a solid mid card title, in my opinion. So now that Seth has it, I think what he's could do with it or where it goes from here could be uh, a next like a, a big stepping stool for for the title to like get more prominence once again. So. I'm excited to see, and you're saying that Riddle versus uh, Rollins for that U.S. title. I mean, that's going to be solid. 
uh, finish that's off what, that feud. That's what I heard. That's what I heard on Twitter. So I, okay. I, I haven't seen it promoted, but I heard on Twitter that, that they're going to they're be uh, they're going to have that match. All right, cool. I'm down with that, man. I'm 100 down with that. Um, you need good matches with the title on the line. That's how you build it up. Yep. Just like we've been getting with Walter and the IC title with Sheamus and yeah. whoever else. Man, so. yeah. Um, DX 25 year anniversary ended the show on Raw. Uh, it's always cool to see, you know, the boys come back. It's our childhood, right? Um, mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, obviously, minus one Mr. S, Daddy S. He was, according to Corey Graves, he was playing with office equipment at the time. That was so. amazing. <laughs> they tried. I heard they tried, though. Yeah, I heard they tried. Yeah, yeah. But would you, would you, if you were Tony Khan? Because, like, yeah. remember, remember the last time they were together at the Hall of Fame and Triple H buried fucking AEW? Like, why would you give him? He did. Like, yeah. He did, but so did Cody Rhodes, right? Cody Rhodes buried WWE. He took a sledgehammer to the chair, you know, to the throne, True. and look where he is now. Look who, look where his paychecks say. Exactly. I, I think all is fair in love, war, and wrestling. Hey, it's a great book title. Should write You're a welcome. book one day. Um, I would have let him go because that's and you said it before, but the whole, you know when we're talking about potentially like New Japan and some sort of crossover, potentially yeah. having like an open door, dude. You want the biggest shock factor. Exactly. You have the open door with AEW. Ooh. Nothing will be more shocking to any fan than that. The New Japan stuff is cool. Impact, that's cool. But this is the forbidden door. Yeah. Just think of the money. The money this would generate for both companies would be amazing. Dude, you know what I'm saying? I'm not saying like a working partnership, yeah, but huh. a one-off or two. Absolutely. It would be this would this would feel like a, this would feel special. Like a like one pay per view a year was cool. Yeah, yeah. One pay per view a year, or you know, even just like a couple, you know, little little bit, little here. But I don't know. I think that'd be the real forbidden door. Everything else just feels like it's cool, but it doesn't feel as like important because it feels possible. This feels impossible. Mm-hmm. It, it, I, you know what? Like when you look at it, like in a business sense too, it's like then you look at who goes over, and then how do you book it? Like and where does where does it get shown on like who gets the money I, it's there's probably a lot more than just saying okay let's oh, do it sure. yeah but i mean the possibilities Dude, have roman reigns and the bloodline show up on AEW dynamite out of here, <laughs> don't up the ones you oh, gotta like, have right now unfortunately I, you gotta wait until certain people come back before because like oh, yeah. who are they gonna show up on yeah, Black Blood Combat Club. Uh, yeah, but it's 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 the I know Moxley, it makes sense. Roman yeah, no, standoff. yeah, no, I get because that. That's what you want to see, because that would be holy shit. That would yeah. holy, holy shit. shit. Like yeah. that's yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I got it. I mean, thinking about it now, have Britt Baker come over to come over to Monday Night Raw and stand up against Bailey, one role model to the next role model. That'd be cool. That would be cool. You know what I'm saying I mean, so, Tony. Come on, man. Bill, <laughs> you know Billy Gunn. Little, little little moment. Let him be a DX. Let him scissor. Let yeah. them chance scissor me, daddy ass. Get buzz. Yeah. It's fine. You'd bring it back uh, yeah. if they were trying. It's funny that WWE was even trying, but like not funny, but like it's they they would bring him over, no knowing the risk of the chance that would happen and stuff like that. And they would, and I I bet Triple H would have been fine with it because he's a smart businessman. Yeah, oh, of course, Tony. Mm. 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 Jabroni, Jabroni Jason, I guess, right? Jabroni Jason. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it was fun. It was the norm. It wasn't wasn't as crazy as the usual. They kind of came out. It was a five six minute thing, and they yeah. uh, Gabe did the spiel and left. It was it was uh, 
It was harmless. It didn't take over the show. And I feel like I heard this somewhere. Like normally you have a DX reunion or a celebration. It'd be like the focal point of the whole show. Yeah. It would be the main thing. Like granted, it ended the show, but it felt like everything, other things that happened were bigger than that. Absolutely. Yeah. It was was a big difference from what we would, would have saw, you know, with the other guy. Um, I do want to mention that uh, I believe Carmelo Hayes and Von Wagner were worked the main event match or worked the dark match for Raw or before Raw. So that's pretty pretty cool. They're getting looks, uh, potentially maybe showing up sometime soon. Um, If Von Wagner comes up with Robert Stone, I think that's the best move. I I wouldn't have him come up by himself. He seems pretty uh, bland to me, to be honest. Uh, But Carmelo Hayes, he don't miss, dude. So I don't like... <clears throat> it's kind of a, a no-brainer there. Um, speaking of NXT, uh, just one quick hit here. I, I did enjoy the fact that they brought Sony DeVille in. Um, that was cool, yeah. On, was on Wednesday. Uh, Tuesday. 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 Yeah, sorry. Tuesday. Um, next Tuesday, though, NXT versus AEW. And yeah. <sighs> it might be a little rough for NXT there. They got the fucking championship match. Um, but Sony showing up on NXT, helping out uh, Toxic Attraction. Obviously, the history with Sonya and Mandy is there. Um, and then, just kind of jumping ahead, Roxanne did show up on, on SmackDown um, to choose Cora Jade's opponent, and she got into a match as well. Uh, Tommy, what do you think about the crossover? I think we heard um, that there was going to be a lot more of this happening uh, via the dirt sheets, like a lot of NXT on, on the main roster and vice versa. Uh, are you cool with it? Do you, do you think you get overexposed? No, I think it's cool. I mean, yeah. just don't do it all the time. Like, do it like, obviously, this was a special thing. Like, you know, yeah, choose their opponents for each other. So it was cool that she chose Raquel and all that. So that, that was cool. But I think they do it every once in a while. I don't think it's a big deal. But it definitely, like, Roxanne, obviously, she wrestled on SmackDown last night. So that was cool. So, you know, that was, you know, yeah. to the main the main audience who probably doesn't watch NXT and all that. But that was very cool. And, I mean, I'm I'm curious who uh, Cora is going to choose for the opponent. So we'll see what comes out of that. Maybe something happens on Monday. You know, maybe she shows up on Raw. You know, hey. do that. That'd be pretty cool to see. Yeah, I think I think it's a cool idea that they can go to the main roster, choose their yeah. opponent, and bring yeah. them down for a show. Um, that could be a reason why, like, they're going up against and uh, AEW brings the main roster. That's true. That's that true. Yeah, that's smart. Yeah. Yeah, unless it's happening. At Halloween, I don't know when it's gonna happen, but uh, what the match or the or the yeah, the matches are happening the po- next pick week. Your poison, I'm pretty sure. I think pick your poison is gonna actually take place on Tuesday. I'm pretty sure okay. from what I heard from SmackDown, it seems that Raquel is gonna take on Cora, yeah. and then I think Cora is gonna probably try to get like Bailey or something like that down there and have Bailey take on uh Roxanne because there was yeah. supposed to be high praise for Roxanne yesterday on SmackDown, so I think that's what's gonna happen. and Listen, having Raquel and Bailey down on on Tuesday when they're going to get dynamite is, you know, it helps. I think I heard NXT did like seven fifty this week, seven hundred fifty thousand. They said it was like the highest show they've yeah. done in awesome. like a long time, and there was really no like buzz for it, right? There was nothing like promoted like higher, as far as I know. Listen, so. man, when when you know you're going to watch a quality product, and you know it doesn't need a special attraction just to entice you, and you just you appreciate the show for itself, that's that's well, how you yeah. get the fans back. Yeah. Um, black and gold is back. It just it's just the modern black and gold, right? I, you know, no more paint splat. Do no you see paint any splat. paint splatter? And no more two point oh. Mm-hmm. No, no, that shit. Shucky ducky. Shucky ducky. <laughs> if you want to take a quick listen for uh, Shawn Michaels is on uh, after the bell with Corey Graves. 
on this pet actually yesterday's episode and it was a great interview and he talks about running nxt and like how much he loves it and like how much he's putting into it so uh it's in good hands it's in good hands him and triple h working together uh it's pretty pretty fucking surreal man um all right smackdown was last night we'll do finish off the wwe stuff here i mean like at the end of the day Bray's back, Tommy. We know, we know this is the case. Like we, yeah. it's it was like, all right, he's back. What are we gonna get out of it? And yeah. I'm pretty sure uh, what we got. I mean, kind of unexpected in a way. Absolutely. And yeah. I kind of want to talk to both of you about this. But like, we got like Wyndham Rotunda cutting yeah. the promo last night. Uh, a, a, an emotional Wyndham Rotunda and new theme. Uh, look good. Yeah. Fuck you, Meltzer, forever exactly. fucking yeah. questioning yeah. anything, you piece of shit. Okay. Um, Look, if there was pitch black and he, he thought he saw something, fuck off. Asshole. Yeah. Reference here, uh, Meltzer. The first thing he said, oh, Bray's back, but he looks big. He looks yeah. like he's lose weight or whatever the fuck he said. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. Um, you old bastard. But um, I'm over it. Uh, Are you? No. Are you both over it? I never will be over it. Um, Bray's back. And he cuts the promo, emotional promo, kind of gives us a, a, t- a dig back on like what happened this last year. Oh, yeah, it was it was good, man. And uh, <laughs> then you get the devil, the, the guy in the mask, presumably him, and showing up, cut, interrupting the promo, and saying, reciting some lines from a poem or some some sort of book. And uh, it was some creepy shit, man. A lot of flashing images and. Basically saying, uh, I don't know. I, I'm real. I it's like a brave thing, right? Like where you kind of like have to dig deep into it. It's not you're not going to get the full yeah. the full explanation in front of you. So, uh, uh, one of the theories, Tommy, I shared with you guys last, or, or actually Joe from uh, Project Hiffy shared with us last night, is that basically his first feud was going to be with himself. He is fighting like we got good guy Bray that we saw in the ring last night, and then that demon thing uh, <clears throat> is who he's going to be going up against. Essentially, fighting his demons. Uh, Someone believes that the wide six could be that mass figures faction, and that's who Bray is going to like essentially like fight against. I don't know what the case is. I don't know what's going to happen, but uh, Tommy, just because we're you know it's Bray, what what were your thoughts on, on our first uh, sighting and hearing of Bray uh, that we haven't seen in a long time? Yeah, I mean, like you said, totally unexpected, but man, did it work. I mean, that was like you could. You know, sense of truth in there, like saying how the last year is like his life, his career, and all that kind of stuff. And that was, I think, it definitely shot at you know who, but you know, we won't go into that. But no, it was very, it was very cool. And then like how it ended with the, the I don't think we got his name yet, but the, you know, the mask guy on the on the Tintron and all that kind of stuff. So that's uh, that's a cool theory that you know he's fine, he's you know he's gonna fight with himself like his demons or whatever. But wherever he has in store for us, it's gonna be awesome. I cannot wait. I remember when the fire the Funhouse started, you know, it all showed up as a puppet. And I'm like, what the hell is this? And then it, every week after week, it got more yeah. and more. So I think that's what's going to happen with him on, uh, you know, on Fridays now. So I can't wait to see what happens with that. But, yeah, good to good to have him back. And, my God, what a, just so good to see him. I mean, the crowd, how the crowd just felt like, it felt like for like a few minutes, just, you know, give him a round of applause and everything, just how much everyone's missed him. And good to have him back. Yeah, and Tommy, you had, you actually had texted us well just early on in the episode when we were recording that his fir- the first promo back last night across WWE social media platforms has done over five million views in under twelve hours. Amazing! It's insane. Amazing. Yeah, absolutely amazing. People want to see this shit, man. Huh? Yeah. Way too long. Yeah. Um, I 
it's it's actually unbelievable, and I couldn't be happier. MJ three want want your opinion on this too. Um, it's something we haven't seen inside of Bray, like you said, we haven't seen before. Uh, I don't know what we're gonna get out of this. Like, obviously, there's gonna be theories running wild. The one we should the, that Joe shared with us last night is pretty cool. Um, yeah, it's interesting. I believe Tom the um, there's reports that the the mask is referred to as Uncle Howdy. That was one of the uh, co- right. the, the trademarks. So it might I don't know if that's what he's gonna be referred to that that mask him as a mask figure, but because uh, it's clearly him. It's oh yeah, absolutely. You can hear, yeah. You can hear the, the the talk, but uh, sorry. Yeah. Andrew three, uh, just your overall thoughts on on uh, on the appearance of Bray, what we saw, what we what we could potentially be getting out of it. Yeah, no, I was. It was the first time I actually tuned to SmackDown truly live on a Friday night to watch the entire show because I really wanted to see, you know, how are they going to present him? We haven't seen him. He got released in July of 2021, yeah. right? Um, but the last time we saw him, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong. I'm sure you guys will. Is was WrestleMania? It was the last time we saw him yeah. legitimately? I think in the ring. Yeah. So that was April. We are now in October, so it's been a long time. Um, what's really nice and what felt very genuine is that if you really follow Bray Wyatt on social media and whatnot, you can tell that he was hurting for a long time. Yeah. He was battling personal demons, whether from his own life, losses he alluded to on on you know on air last night and things like that. He's a real person. Like the guy legitimately has feelings. It's tough. Could you imagine going into this business? trying to make it in the business, go up with your brothers and you lose one of your brothers. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like blood isn't thicker than water. So I think that's a perfect example of exactly what he was kind of going through. He was real. He was raw. He was authentic. Did they use that as a potential part of his storytelling that he's going to battle his inner demon potentially? Yeah. But also what was nice is what we like as wrestling fans, at least what I can appreciate. I'll take myself out of this one. Cause I know you guys look at him very, very differently and it's fine. Obviously yeah. I think he's fantastic, but I love realism. I love being able to kind of cross over to real life and professional because it just makes the presentation and makes the promo more authentic. And that grabs me as a fan. Absolutely. So the second he started talking and the second he was going through his story and what he, you know, what he battled, what he lost, how he's come back, how he's like, thank you guys. He's like, you asking me how I'm doing, you know, you kind of keeping me alive is kind of why I'm here. He almost like, it sounded Again, uh, what you want to say is real. What you want to say is not. I'm trying to work myself, but like he may have been extremely depressed where he even contemplated maybe his life. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to get too dark because this is a happy time. But if he got down that road and he got to this point, that redemption alone, just from a human being to a human being, is just really great to see. So I'll tell you this again, a different iteration as we always get. He always keeps it fresh. Mm -hmm. The cutoff, the cliffhanger. Yeah. I'm bought in. I can't wait to see more. And all I ask and all I hope, which I think I th- think we will see, is Triple H treats him Undertaker-esque. Mm. Special attraction. He does not need to wrestle every week. He doesn't need to wrestle every pay-per-view. Vignettes can do it. Keep him in the forefront of our mind, but don't oversaturate us with what he is because that's going to take away from the you know the the allure and the you know of what he is. And that's yeah. all I ask for. No, I'm with you 100 percent on that. Even as like a. Uh... Some would say like a uh, a cult follower of Bray Wyatt. Um, I'm biased with everything he does. So like I, I'll like whatever he puts out, but I I would be specific to say that I want to. I don't want him to be oversaturated. I want him, I wanted to see like every maybe like I don't know. Are we going to get him next week live and in person again, or are we maybe just going to get a clip from that devil the the guy in the mask and kind of like hinting at something more in that regards? Because like we I, I think we know where we're getting with Bray as 
the baby face spray, but I want to know more behind uh, what's happening with the with the the devil mask. I don't even know what to even call. Let's say let's call him Uncle Howdy for now, because that's what the, the internet's saying. I don't know what's going on with Uncle Howdy, mm-hmm. but uh, I'd love to see more. I want to figure out more from from that side of the the. The, well, hopefully we'll get some more of those answers, and that's what will yeah. keep us engaged, right? Yeah. And then you can see Bray right, in two weeks. Yep. Because yeah. he's he's got to slowly get back into his whatever melts are set or not, whether you know, he's not in ring shape yet, Bray. No yeah. matter what you look like, he's not in ring shape. Ring shape, it doesn't mean you're ripped. Ring shape means you're ready to wrestle a match. Cardio so, and shit. Exactly. Yeah. Let yeah. him yeah. let him get himself going. And then obviously the after the, the effect will be yes, he may slim down in certain areas, sure. But I'd love to see Uncle. But he Howdy never was a like. I don't need him to be thin. He never was a thin guy. I just need him to oh, be well, ready to go. I mean, yeah. I was just, I was just, you know, alluding to what, uh, what Dave said. I yeah, guess that prick. Um, just kidding. But yeah, Bray's back. Dude. I mean, like, it's gonna, we're gonna, it's gonna be something we talk about every week. Uh, what's next? What's what's gonna happen? We're gonna unfold. It's gonna unfold with everybody that that watches. So, uh, it's pretty cool that he is, um specifically designated to SmackDown as from what we're, was being reported. So we won't see it on raw wait for every Friday for it to come out and uh, hopefully we get some good stuff, man. I'm excited. I'm excited to see what happens. So um, new theme song too. Like, I mean, sounded yeah. great. Uh, it was mm-hmm. different. It was good. Uh, it's it's going to be a good time. I have, I have high hopes, man. Uh, I'm excited to see. Uh, Another thing, another someone else specifically moved to SmackDown. Rey Mysterio last night. Um, we were supposed to get a fatal four way with uh, Karen Cross, Ricochet, uh, Solo Sokoa, and Sheamus for a uh, number one contendership at the IC title. Drew McIntyre apparently uh, is a fan of um, what I don't even know the word uh, tr- attempted murder. Maybe I don't know like what do you want to call it, but. Uh, Vehicular manslaughter. There you go, Tom. Thank you. <laughs> there was an accident with Karrion Cross and Scarlet. Took Karrion out of the match, and uh, Rey Mysterio, who was contemplating quitting uh, to Triple H, got uh, his mind changed. Got put into the match and ended up winning the match. He's the, now the number one contender for the IC title against Gunther, uh, which again I would assume is for Crown Jewel, which is fine. Gunther versus fucking Rey Mysterio. Oh, yeah. I talk about David versus Goliath, but like Rey may want to ret- quit before he ends up getting yeah. in a match. He's going to get chopped into fucking back to San Diego or wherever he's from. Uh, back to the 619. There you uh, go. There you go. <laughs> uh, Tommy, you excited for Rey Mysterio versus Gunther? It's got to be a good one, right? I mean, yeah, it's different, but you know, it's definitely like you said, it's definitely for Crown Jewel. You know how the guy over there wants his big stars and everything, and no one bigger than Ray Mysterio in the last few years. You know, Luchador, you know, all that kind of stuff. So that was cool, and I kind of like they moved him to SmackDown. You know, get him away from Dom for you know for a little bit because obviously he said he wasn't going to fight him. So maybe who knows? Maybe stuff happens down the line where they meet up again. But that was a good move, definitely a good move. Uh, moving them there and you know wait to see what happens but that match should be an interesting match him and Gunther so I can't wait to see how that's gonna play out but hey never know something shocking might happen but I don't think it will <laughs> nah. yeah and I think they'll revisit him versus Dom down the line they don't want to yeah. it yeah. can only last so long it'll probably be a Mania match Ray's last match in Mania would make the most exactly, sense right? yeah. so um, let them let that fizzle out a little bit and come back to it when it matters yeah. um Live more. I, I wrote down live is hardcore. She, I mean, a pretty cool spot in the back that was uh, cool. on Sonya. So jumped off a, like a little stanchion onto through a table. There was little things. This is before break came out. There was things in the background. I'm not sure if you guys caught that. Um, what in that backstage segment, there was Bray's 
uh, new logo on like one of the uh, containers, and there was like a hooded figure in the background as well. Okay. Um, right. So that was it was pretty cool. They're they're still throwing things like it ain't over. Like we're yeah. still getting little hints now that Bray's back. We got to look out for everything and every segment to see. Um, and apparently, I'm not sure. I wasn't watching it live, but I watched some YouTube videos afterwards. You know the WWE logo at the bottom right of the screen. Mm-hmm. Only when it had to do with Bray Wyatt on the screen, there was a little circle next to that the logo. Apparently, I'm not sure if you guys caught that watching that, but uh, did not. Yeah, no. so I'm getting it. It was on. It was on a YouTube video. Um, but it's interesting, interesting. to see. Uh, and uh, we didn't mention it last week, and I apologize for that entry three. But LA Knight's back. Uh, yeah. his first match back as yeah, a, yeah. yeah. <laughs> as LA Knight. Uh, I mean, again, we mentioned in the intro, Triple H doing writing some things that were uh that were wronged on us from the get-go so yeah yeah Yeah. welcome back la night all right let's move along to AEW, the elite side of the the wrestling world um (laughs) we got some news early in the week renee paquette renee young is all elite which is pretty cool because like she has an impact on on wrestling and fans were like yeah, announced that an announcer is all elite, like a backstage announcer. Like she gets the freaking pitcher card. Like that yeah. doesn't happen. Some wrestlers don't even get that. And like Renee comes in and gets that that little feature from Tony, which is cool to see. Uh, you had to think, right? Like at some point she was going to go somewhere, either WWE oh, or, or AEW. Yeah. Mox signs the five year deal. It only makes sense. And I know a lot of people say they don't have to be like just because they're married or together, they don't have to work in the same company. Uh, apparently, WWE didn't make her an offer and she declined and they weren't happy about it. They were, I think they were shocked. So um, maybe not happy, like not mad at her, but like upset that they didn't get her. So uh, Renee Paquette, all elite. She opened up the show on Dynamite. Huge fucking pop in Toronto. Yeah. It, was, it was their first show in Toronto. She is from Toronto, so it kind of makes sense. But like the pop was outstanding. Um, and good for her, man. Great looking shake. Uh, I mean, awesome on the mic. She gets the job done. Very relatable. Very like she's a very. I don't know what the word is. Like she's very uh, uh, easy to like watch and listen to. So without sounding as creepy as I could. Mickey Noodles isn't here. I don't want him to come off as the creep. Um, don't worry, you never could. Yeah. yeah. Uh, speaking of Mox, I didn't have it written down in the notes, but that Hangman Adam Page promo. I'm a good. man. That was good. It was fire, yeah. dude. Yeah. It was fire, man. He like how, he, he like he made himself fu- bleed. Yeah, yeah. Hard weight himself. Yeah. Uh, NJ three. How could you not be a fan of Hangman after that? Like if you don't oh, like, dude, yeah, it's great. Yeah. Not I've saying you weren't. No, not yeah. saying you weren't. I'm saying like in general, how could you not be a fan of Hangman after this, man? Dude, young guy, very, you know, a guy you can get behind, very easy to root for. I think he's a good in-ring performer. Yeah. I, I know I said that maybe his title run wasn't the best. He had, I liked some of his matches. I thought leading up to the t- to winning the title was really hot. Yeah. Um, but sometimes, again, you have to, that goes on booking too, right? I don't say that's all on Hangman. Oh, yeah. The day, he can't just come and go and, and book himself. Like, he needs a little help. The guy's only, what, 31 years old, for God's sakes? Yeah. Help him out a little bit, but that's always been the thing with AEW. I feel like lately, it's the build to the title's been hot. It's yeah, what you do after is what's been the, it's been what's been their kind of downfall. So yeah. anyway, long long story short, what you said, yeah, love love Hangman. I'm a man. I'll punch <laughs> myself in the head with him any day. <laughs> and now it adds that because you know going into this match on next week on Dynamite for the championship in Cincinnati, nonetheless. So Mox's hometown. <laughs> um, it, it didn't have a crazy amount of like fire behind it. That added the fire, dude. Oh, yeah. And totally. now it's it's gonna make me want to watch it more even more. Um 
and that'll help out the ratings too. You're going up against NXT. Remember, we said it before. So, uh, Mox versus Hangman, MJF still lingering around. What's going to happen there? Are we going to pull the trigger in Cincinnati? I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what they want to do. So, uh, Tony's got an interesting choice on his hands whether he wants to let Hangman become a two two time, let Mox retain, Hangman lose again, or MJF get involved and be uh, the new guy, right? So it's going to be a good time. Uh, Daniel Garcia is a piece of shit. Um, How dare he? We still like him. I mean, come on. Like, (laughs) I've been watching wrestling for 30 years. Exactly. I know the deal. (laughs) It's okay, okay, though. It's a classic. we gotcha, right? Um, ended up staying with uh, the Jericho Appreciation Society. Turn, I don't want to say he turned on Brian, right? Like I get, could he? He was still kind of. He never really left Jericho yet. He just was yeah, like, like that was his. That was like that's like been their thing. I noticed that also when uh, Luchasaurus. Like it's like the tease of the turn, but not the turn, but then remain unturned. Yeah. Like that's like that's the, that's their thing. Like that's their little thing they're doing. It's like oh, he's gonna turn. No, I never turned. Yeah, right. and want a big show. <laughs> Yeah, I don't, don't, don't want to be yeah, big shows probably back there. Stop, <laughs> don't turn that. Yeah, but uh, so hey, it was a good match though. Brian versus Jericho. I mean, yeah, so the, very good. again, the Ring of Honor thing is it's it's what I don't know. I still, I'm still waiting for something more. Um, they're defending titles non stop on the TV show and like avoiding like the TNT title, um, storylines in general. Yeah, story. So, like, I Unless they're, unless there I is, I hope they get their own TV deal. I really do. And I, I mean, I think, I think it's super cool that you have like the whole crossover stuff. But we all know they're employed by AEW, so it doesn't feel as special. And also, some of it is just feel like they're just forced, not storytelling. Like now, I know they're trying to build a little bit more storytelling because the pinnacle, I guess, is kind of back. Yeah. But um, it's just you, you gotta have a little bit of storytelling. It can't just be like with your main title. Yeah. And uh, I need more. And mm-hmm. they need some sort of TV deal. Whether do it like on like everyone was clamoring for Rampage to be uh six o'clock on Saturdays, like old old school uh TBS with WCW. Do it with Ring of Honor, man. Make it something different. Give us something yeah, different. Cool. Like give me a, a Saturday evening show to watch when I'm at, sitting at home eating dinner. I don't fucking know. Like do something cool. Um or just replace it and put it on YouTube for now. But then like yeah, whatever. I don't know. Do something. Cause like I, it's taken over main screen time. Where the fuck is Miro? Wardlow's in a fa- a new faction, not defending his title. Uh, fucking Brody, uh, Lance, Ar- like all these other guys are not like the guys that I believe should be on TV aren't. So, I mean, I can say all those guys name like are on the cusp, but they just need a little bit of a yeah, yeah. They need like a platform for it or something. They need something. They can't wrestle on any on the indies and YouTube and get yeah. over. How do yeah. you get over that way? Um, just an ongoing issue with the, it's time and too much. Too much, too much, too many people, not enough time. Yeah. And and you see also to, not to compare and contrast, but like everyone's oh, where are you guys complaining about Triple H picking up too many people? Motherfucker, they have 17 hours of TV every week. I'm yeah. kidding, but like they have a lot more TV time than they have in one show, have as much TV time as AEW's the whole week. So I there's it's okay. It's he can make it work. Exactly. I don't know. Um, whatever. AEW is still good. It was a good week. Oh, Orange Cassidy. That was cool. Very cool moment, man. Two guys that came out of the show, I think winners, obviously, Orange Cassidy won and Hangman as well. Um, two 
originals, AEW originals, uh, making some uh, headways. And OC, the new All Atlantic champion, great match. Pac is so damn good. Mm. Holy shit, he's good, man. The selling is just like he looked like he was dying, and every punch, every DDT, it just like he was like crumbling. And uh, he's special. Yeah, he's yeah, special. special. Orange Cassidy gets his first uh, taste of uh, singles gold, I believe him. I don't think they want anything else. So maybe oh, gold in general. Yeah, it's the first title. Uh, and it's the All Atlantic Championship. So, uh, Tommy, what are your thoughts? I mean, we're, we're all big Orange Cassidy fans, have been since the start. Mm-hmm. Uh, gets his first taste of gold. Great match. It's a good moment. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, like you said, finally got some gold. I mean, the guy was the most over, the old, most over, uh, wrestler in AEW since the beginning and yeah. to finally have him some gold. I mean, the feuds he had, you know, Jericho, you know, I know all those guys. So it was very cool. And like you said, awesome match with him and Pac. I mean, he, he was just unbelievable. And the little celebration at the end was very cool. So good for him. I hope he, hope he has a good run with it. You know, I'm not, not asking for Roman side run, but you know, have him hold on for a little, for a little bit. So, you know, obviously you could do more with it. So it'd be cool to see. Yeah, for sure. I wonder if he's going to, you know, how like Pac ran around the Indies and like defended other places. Yeah. I wonder if that's yeah. going to be the case. I'm not necessarily, I don't want that, but uh, it's still cool. A cool moment, the orange confetti. Yeah, it was, that was cool. It, it yeah. was a great moment, man. Um, NJ3 move right along. I It cut, it happened on, on Dynamite, but I want to bring it up because of Rampage, they had a match. But uh, Sean Spears is back. And you mentioned before that the Pinnacle kind of reforming. Uh, yes, the perfect team. Yeah, very, cool. very good. Uh, in Toronto, makes sense it's where he's from. And I don't know if you guys caught it. Uh, there was a special after the show, I want to say. I don't think it was a, yeah. an emotional uh, promo that he cut. It was. Um, kind of giving it like, kind of giving us like a personal uh, breakdown of what, what his past, so I don't know, six months to a year has been like. And he lost his mom recently. Um, and uh, now he's obviously. Uh, his wife, Cassie, or Peyton Royce, whatever you want to follow her by, is pregnant. So like, a lot going on personally for uh, for Sean Spears. And that's why he's kind of been out. So a lot of speculation of, on if he wanted to leave or what or why he wasn't getting booked. There you go. He, not that we deserve need to know that shit, but exactly. now we know. Um, glad to see him back. Always just a solid presence on the TV. And I like the the reformation of the pinnacle, man. He yeah. had Samoa Joe in there, too. Um, Very cool. Pretty fucking cool. Um, with that being said, that that match that took place on Rampage last night, I believe it was FTR and Sean Spears versus what's the other who they fight? Isn't it the Gates of the Gates uh, of Agony or Agony? Oh, yeah, yeah. with Brian Cage? Yeah, yeah. I forget. I'm I sorry. Forget it's it's, I, it's a new group yeah. that I'm not too too familiar with. I think the Ring of Honor base. So I apologize for that. I should do more uh, research. <laughs> um, but after the match, we end up getting a. A nice little debut on on Rampage. Matt Taven, Mike mm-hmm. Bennett, Marie Canellis, uh, just uh, out of their contracts and Impact, showing up for uh, looks like they want some Ring of Honor gold or some sort of tag team gold, and FTR has it, so it's pretty cool. We were wondering, there's a lot of speculation they were getting looks at uh, from WWE. Are they officially signed to AEW? I have no idea. I didn't get the I didn't get the graphic yet, so it's not official until I see that from Tony. But uh, uh. I don't know if we're too familiar with Matt Taven and J3. I mean, we're, I'm aware of him just from Ring of Honor, but like we know, we know Mike Bennett or Mike Canellis, whatever, <laughs> and uh, Maria. So we'll, we'll forget the Canellis thing because that was horrible. That was horrible. Well, great theme, great theme okay. song, but uh, oh, yeah, not, great uh, theme song, but not, not, but that, but that's, 
But that's a, that's a gimmick. That's all yeah. it is. He's not going to go far with that. The no. love thing. I mean, it was. I know you love that. I used to play in the background for you and Lori on, on date nights. <laughs> that's why you have two kids now. So it's yeah, probably why. For it. I think. It think <laughs> Got to thank Vinny Mac for something there. Um, <laughs> but just your thoughts, maybe on getting to know who Matt Taven is. is a, I mean, he's been around for a long ass time. Let's be honest. Like he's we just not in our presence of like mainstream television. Uh, but seeing Mike. Mike Bennett and Murray Canales show up on uh on AEW TV. It's got to be pretty cool, right? Yeah, it was really cool. I think I think Joe hit on it from Project Kayfabe this week because I was listening to his podcast, I believe Thursday, and then I wrapped it up on Friday. Yeah. I think he was alluding to uh, them a little bit, and okay. and he was just, like talking about them. So it was just funny because they were talking about they they appeared on Rampage yeah, the week yeah. that he was talking about <laughs> them. Um, I, I listen. I don't know him. I'm not going to lie and say I do. Um, but I, I'm very interested, of course. But again, it goes back to the same thing that we we're talking about before. It's like what are you watching? Are we watching Ring of Honor or are we watching AEW? Yeah. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, are these people going to be AEW wrestlers or are they going to be Ring of Honor wrestlers? Are you just giving them just looks because it's TV time because you want to turn those viewers that you have on AEW to also watch Ring of Honor? Like, it's just getting to a point where it's it's, it's a little bit kind of confusing and I'm not enjoying that necessarily. Yes, are the matches good? Of course they're good. Yeah. No one's questioning the talent of the ability of, the, of them, but it's just like the, the convolutedness of having these you know debuting guys that are really ring of honor people on aew and not having it for your show because like when you have your first show right say you get your tv deal you have your first show wouldn't it have been exciting to have them pop out then yeah yeah like i don't know do we need out rampage at 11 o'clock on 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 tnt when people are watching you know a lot a lot of major a lot of major sports are going on with playoffs or, and things like or that start of season or they're sleeping or sleeping. <laughs> so like, I, I just, I just, it just question makes me question why they're doing it. Am I intrigued? Of course I am. I'm a diehard wrestling fan. Am yeah. I going to try to do my research and watch? Yes. Am I, am I excited? Absolutely. I just, it, it's, it's, it's just weird. I just don't like how it's being done or, or when it was done then. Cause it's taped rampage. They get, I hate doing, when they cut in to that Ethan page, um, uh, the other half of the, uh, private party match. That was horrible. Like that cut in, like you come I, right I, back. I didn't to catch the, that. Yeah, I didn't catch that. Yeah. yeah. So they came right back from t- from commercial, right to the show. Ding, ding, ding. The second, and they just start fighting as a squash match. I'm like, if you don't have time for it, don't put it on the show. Yeah. Yeah. Have a little bit more care with how you handle rampage. Like, I, I it's it's becoming like again, the moments are nice having FTR and all. The, it's nice, but it's just like I just I hate how they're formatting the show. I don't like the just immediately jump into action. Oh, we only have an hour. Let's no, no bullshit. Sometimes you need the bullshit a little bit. Yeah. It's to tell stories, man. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's been, it's been kind of like a, uh, just from looking on like Twitter and like listen to podcasts. Like it's kind of been like a, an agreement all around that rampage isn't really watchable anymore. It's kind of like just if you're doing a podcast like us or you want to keep it's almost like doing homework in a sense. Like you're just like you're you're watching it just to watch it. Like and maybe some people are into that. Just they want to watch matches without any backstory or anything. So I mean to each his own. But uh, in our sense, I mean, you go from Bray Wyatt right to fucking Rampage. It's a big, big drop. In my opinion, in quality, in quality yeah. and storytelling, like, storytelling quality. I'll yeah, there. storytelling quality. That's a huge part of pro wrestling, isn't it? Like, it's. I mean, well, sports what? entertainers, right? Yeah, but like Not pro wrestling. No, I'm saying like pro wrestling. I've went on this rant so many times, whether it be on a show or in a personal conversation. Like, why are we just because pro wrestling just isn't the in ring? And I know you want to be a pro wrestler, yeah, but like. 
pro wrestling also involves storytelling and drama, and that's what pro wrestling is. It's not. I don't get it. Like, why are we losing that touch? Like, why are we avoiding that to be the alternative? But like, dude, like, step your game up, man. Like, come on, you have the you have the talent there. Stop just bringing in random people, like, just to to pop the the ten thousand people on Twitter. For one night, and then we're not going to see Matt Taven and fucking Mike Bennett ever again, unless yeah. it's on like dark. I think I was talking to Eric James last night, a quick conversation at where I was at work. He's like, I hope they have fun on dark. And I'm like, You're probably right, dude. They, like, but side note, positives, potential positives. They were wearing shirts that said the kingdom on it, just to refresh, to give you guys an update. Back in Ring of Honor, the kingdom uh, was a part of it, was Mike Bennett. Matt Taven, Maria, and Adam Cole. That's an old group. That's his first faction or one of his first factions from back in the day. Cole's out right now. Bobby Fish is gone. Kyle's out for however fuck is long. If he comes back and then maybe they form and maybe they maybe that's how he they bring their names up to 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 prominence. I it could be something cool. I don't know if that's the route they're gonna go, but they were acknowledging the kingdom, and that's Adam Cole's old faction. So I'd love to see something like that. I'd miss Cole, dude. Like he's a huge yeah. miss right now. Um, not having him around. Hopefully, and there's rumors of him. It may be pretty fucking serious, and we don't know what's going to happen with this future with the concussion. So hopefully he gets better soon. Um, but I, we could say it every week: Tony, step up rampage a little bit, man. Make me make me want to watch it, right? Um, I don't know. It is what it is, bro. It is. What it is. <laughs> um, hell of a show, boys. This week, episode one twenty eight. Let's get our MVPs out for the people. Andrew three, I'll let you go first because I know the Rob me and Tommy. Are oh yeah, I know exactly what the two of you guys are gonna go. I might as well just jump on the bandwagon with you guys because you guys are homers. But I mean, I just thought the the authentic, real Bray Bray Wyatt deserves MVP. I mean, God, when you cut a promo like that, and when you really just like cross your life into into storytelling at the same time, poor guy, man, my God, yeah. what he suffered. I hope that he's on the on the mend, and I hope that this run will give him that life that he loves. And um, you're my MVP, Bray Wyatt. <laughs> Hell yeah. Tommy, any question here? Yeah, do you have to ask? <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah, right. Absolutely. Right. I mean, the return on Saturday, how they did that, which was amazing. And uh, last night, just hearing from, hearing from him for the first time in almost two years. I mean, can't be anyone else. Tom, we got to have our own podcast called the the Bray Mark. I don't know. We got <laughs> the Bray Mark. The Bray Effect. Just a, a lush over Bray. Yeah, I mean, it, obviously, it's got to be Bray. But, uh, Man, I'm, am I excited for what's to come and what we're going to see out of this uh, this whole thing? Who knows yeah. what's the, what what? And apparently, I, and I'm, I'm we're in the the ladder under the show here, but and I forgot to bring it up earlier. They have plans for him internally until Mania, so it's planned out already. Right. Next mm-hmm. October, November, December, January, February, March, seven six seven months are planned out. That's good. It didn't That's seem like good. it didn't seem like things were planned out for him the last time. They're kind of just running with it. So like to see things on the a uh, long term maybe bringing that guy in robert fee that 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 long-term uh direct the storytelling director whatever the fuck his name is um dude huh? high hopes brother so Absolutely. uh and with the right guy running the ship this time yeah 
it seems like we're in good hands here. And even I think he tweeted Triple H tweet out last night, the legend returns. Yeah, that was cool. cool, That was awesome. Yeah. Call him a fucking legend. Vince would never do that. Vince called him fat. Like, come on, there's a huge difference here, man. (laughs) All right, boys. Uh Episode 128. Follow us on social media at WrestleBuzz at 3Zs on Twitter, at WrestleBuzz on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and TikTok. A lot more YouTube stuff coming to you guys soon. Hopefully uh, a little more uh, post-pay-per-view uh, shows and some other content coming your way if you're still around. Um, and as always, take care. Stay safe. Follow the buzzards.